Good morning and welcome to Jew in the City Speaks with your host, Allison Josephs, also known as Jew in the City. Here at Jew in the City, well, according to our new mission statement, we reverse negative associations about religious Jews and offer, um, uh, not offer, I'm getting my, our new uh, mission statement wrong. We make um, meaningful and engaging Orthodox Judaism known and accessible. Um, you know, I think there is a misnomer um, outside of the Orthodox world that um, we have arranged marriages um, and that people are forced to marry people they don't want to marry. There's also, I think, in recent years been a lot of negative press around sort of the awfulness around sort of the shidduch system, the matchmaking system. Those are people from without, from within. I think there are people that are suffering from um, the challenges of this system. Um, and unfortunately, in sort of the most extreme and dysfunctional cases, there are actually people that are forced into arranged marriages that don't want to be. Um, and those are some of the people that we've seen at Project Malcolm, sort of people that experienced Orthodox Judaism at its worst, as it, it's not meant to be, but unfortunately does get practiced um, in a small number of cases. Um, but there is hope, there is good news for the world of shit updating. Just as an aside, um, well, I guess a couple things. Number one, I can't speak too deeply about this concept from personal experience. I went on exactly one shidduch date my entire dating career, and it was actually quite awkward, even though I consider myself a pretty social person and pretty easy to have conversations with. In fact, I come on the show every week, and I can just... I mean, I can just talk on, on and on and on, um, and to complete strangers, um, it was super awkward. Um, so I don't have so much personal experience. Um, and number two, however much of a challenge there is in the dating world for the Orthodox community, um, I feel like for the rest of the world, it's even more of a disaster. People don't even go on dates. People aren't even getting married. Um, I think this really, unfortunately, um, is a big disservice to women how we've sort of the world has moved into hookup culture and then move in culture and like women can never get a ring on their finger culture um, and so although we may have our challenges um, I think dating in general um, is just really a very fraught space but um, we're bringing you some good news today um, and we are bringing you um, the founders and the CEOs of a new artificial intelligence Jewish dating app called Forge. And uh, Yassi Teichman and his wife Shira are the founders of uh, Forge. And we are thrilled to speak to Yassi today to hear what you guys are up to. So um, I guess tell us um, how did the idea for this dating app come about? Uh, sure. First of all, thank you for having us um, today. We really appreciate it. Um, so basically, the idea started um, around six years ago. Um, my wife uh, my wife and I, uh, currently my wife, but back then she wasn't, uh, Shira, uh, we, we were part of the dating scene. We had been dating for around 10 years at the time, um, and we were seeing that we were getting nowhere. We tried the websites, we tried the apps, we tried the the matchmakers, we tried everything in the system, out of the system, and we realized we weren't getting anywhere. Um, and one of the reasons is that um, she identified um, that there were sort of three core themes um, that were sort of part of the process which were required in order to um, um, enable young men and women to get unstuck from bad dating patterns and sort of and that's what prompted her to create her program, uh, Breakthrough Dating, which was 
supervised by um, and by like the top psychologists both in America and abroad, um, and really honed that for around three years. Um, at this point, there's been over 50, 50 engagements and marriages from that program in just a few years. Um, and then, as we were as as Shira was developing um, the breakthrough dating, a lot of her clients kept on coming up and telling her why don't you, like that they've tried all the dating apps out there, nothing's working, they can't seem to find um, anyone, and the matchmakers are just giving them random suggestions that don't seem to, uh, don't seem to help or don't seem to um, be going anywhere. Uh, so what we came up with is that we took basically those years, pretty much almost eight years of research um, that we had done um, for breakthrough dating, and we had seen the outstanding success rate that it was having. Um, and we decided, why can't we just boil that down into an artificial intelligence sort of component and see if we can come up with a dating app um, that would be backed by this, by this research. Um, and the results were astonishing. Um, it's just uh, basically um, what we've been able to create is a dating app that is, there's no other dating app like it um, in existence, both in the Jewish world and in the non-Jewish world. Uh, that really gets to understand who you are, what you are, what you want, what you need, um, in the same sense that we've been doing on a, on a personal coaching basis and on a group setting. Um, and so that's sort of the, the impetus for the idea really came from our deep background of, of speaking and um, helping um, thousands of young um, men and women through the dating process. Um, and that's sort of what initiated the idea. Got it. So can you just let us know where um, do you guys, like where are you from? Where did you grow up? Um, I guess both geographically and then kind of what uh, Orthodox community um, are you affiliated with? And what is your um, educational professional background? Um, like was it, it automatically sort of aligned with um, something engineering or tech-based or psychology, or kind of how did all this come together? Sure. Um, so geographically, I'm from L.A., um, studied, um, studied abroad um, for many years um, in Israel for over 10 years, uh, came back to New York, lived in New York for almost eight years, um, and that's where I met Shira. So Shira's from New York. Um, I, I would be... Um, pretty much the modern Orthodox um, Mahmir um, sort of background. Uh, Shira grew up um, from a completely different background um, and became observant um, during college um, and, and in, in Florida. And then uh, we met um, years later, um, both of us on the Shabbos table in New York, uh, my background has been pretty much uh, finance and tech-oriented, um, but we have other developers that we're working with um, for this for um, for Forge. So, um, but my main background is in finance, and Shira's main background is in education. Um, mm -hmm. She got her master's in education, and then studied for many years under the top um, psychologists and researchers uh, in the field of relationships and dating. Um, so that dual dynamic, and then our our third our third partner um, is a certified life coach who's been a life coach for close to twenty years at this point. Got it. So um, 
I don't want to play like a blame game about one community or another. I guess I was hoping that the modern Orthodox Mahmir community was doing better dating wise since that's what my kids will be in. Um, I mean, without maybe like naming one or another, do you think that any communities are doing better at this than worse, depending on, I don't know, like, I guess maybe Jewish geography, like maybe does parent involvement help better? Like maybe in some ways uh, the challenges are more difficult in the modern Orthodox world because the parents are less involved um, or I don't know, like have you found that one community um, does better or has more of the shit crisis in it? Right. So we actually don't believe in the concept of a shit crisis in the definition of a, of a crisis that's not um we strongly believe that every single man and woman um, with the right set of tools and with the right outlook um, will um, can move forward and get unstuck from, from the dating process, which they're, they've been in. And the things that we've discovered, um, one of the main features as to why people keep on bringing the concept of a crisis up is because they believe that dating is a numbers game. Um, and our years and years of working with um, single men and women has proven to us that it's absolutely not a numbers game. Um, it's not about the more you go out, the more, uh, or it doesn't matter how you meet. It doesn't matter um, how many people you go out with. It a lot of it has to do with having the tools um, to really get unstuck from the dating patterns. And one of the things that one of it, one of the things that we've come to realize over the years is that dating is the only field really where People don't think that an education is required, and everything else in life, um, we know that if you want to if you want to succeed in your job, you require an education for it. Um, if you want to succeed in parenting, you require an education for it. And the only thing that basically people just take out for grabs and they're like, "Oh, it just work." And a lot of it is influenced by the way Hollywood looks at dating. Is that dating doesn't require any sort of tools or any sort of um, educational component. It just I'll get there. Uh, I'll meet a thousand people or whatever it is. If I don't get burned out, then I'll for sure get engaged. Or that love at first sight concept that Hollywood has. And we, we've we seen it time and time again that that's not the case. That given the right set of tools um, and educational components, the dating process becomes like everything else um, where um, they will find um, the the person that will um, be... Will, will be there for shared, as you would like to say it. Um, and that's really the impetus for, for the way we've constructed Forge, um, is that we don't believe it's a numbers game. And we do take a lot, we took a lot of time and effort to really get to understand what your wants and needs are and really bring that out in the app. And it's the only, that's one of the uh, pieces that are so unique about Forge that no other app actually does that, is that it really gets to show um, your perspective um, matches and show you what the wants and the needs are of the other individuals in the app. So, um, you know, I'm reading through um, some of the background information about it. So it's like it gives you a personality test. It gets to know you better every time you use it. I mean, this all seems great. Um, I guess a couple of questions that come to mind are, is there like a shallowness problem? Um, and I mean specifically for men, no offense to men. I feel like I've tried setting up guys before and it seems like everybody wants a model. Um, so I'm, I'm not expecting an app to be able to, you know, sort of rewire men's crazy expectations. But 
is there any way to sort of address maybe um, an unrealistic idea that, you know, a guy can only marry a supermodel yes. to be happy? Yes. So one of the things that the app, our app is actually very different than, once again, all the other apps, all other apps, their primary focus is pictures, um, whether it's the big ones that are famous for their hookups or even the ones that, that claim that they're not in the hookup. But every single one of them at least has six pictures or something like that, at least, if not more. Um, and the in, almost the entire focus of the profile is almost always exclusively the pictures. Uh, so what we've actually done in the app in order to mitigate that and to really bring out the beauty of the person and what the person really has to offer in that relationship is that we've actually only limited it to one picture. Um, and we've noticed that a lot of times that because of that, people are actually taking the time and to actually get to know the other person in other ways, which the profile provides for them. Um, and... And, and, and so that's the major way which we've been able to mitigate um, that, that big concern which the community has had. So it's like literally the opposite of Tinder, which is just completely based on looks, hot or not. This is really much more of a focus correct. on, on uh, the relationship correct. side of things. Our, and you said it's... Our, our, our Sorry, continue. No, I'm saying our focus is to make sure that the person is actually able to see see and hear the other person, not look at a picture and decide at oh, I, I whether it's good or not. I mean obviously we we do believe in, in attractiveness and in, 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 in that component that a person has to be attracted to their spouse. We're not we're not negating that fact. But there's so much within the person, there's so much beauty and so much depth in that person, every single person has to offer in a relationship. And for some people it matches and some people it doesn't. That's what we really are focused in bringing out and showing, um, showing you how much that person has to offer and that beauty that the person really has in that relationship. Love it. Um, so you said, shit, you know, shit updating is not a numbers game. Um, I, you know, and I know you're not into the shit crisis, so we won't use that word now, but I do have one question, which is, I have heard it explained as, you know, part of the problem may be related to numbers in that as the population grows, if men date younger women, um, just automatically there's going to be less older guys for the next generation of, you know, larger population of younger women. So how do you guys handle dating as a, uh, sorry, not dating, everything is dating. How do you guys handle age? Is that um, a consideration with uh, these, these matches? So one of the things that we've also done in the matches is we, obviously they can, like every other app, they can um, put in the component of the age, um, um, set the age criteria. But one of the things that we've, we've done in the app and we've found that it has a lot of positive traction is unlike all other apps where the primary focus is age and the picture, uh, we actually don't display the age. Um, it's in their criteria, so if they don't want someone who's over a certain age, they can specify that, but the, it defocuses them from actually focusing on the age component, and it allows them to really focus on the person, who they are, what they have to offer, and all what we call all these commodities, which people have been so gung-ho, um, whether it's looks, age, um, or other commodities which people think makes a difference, but at the end of the day, um, in the relationship, that's not what's going to make a beautiful marriage uh, um, and, and have them to have a really healthy, happy 
long-lasting relationship, we've been able to um, construct it in a way where there's absolutely no focus on any of that, um, and therefore they're really able to focus on the person. Nice. When did you guys launch, and um, how you said it's very successful, it's really popular. How are you measuring success? Like, how do you know um, how well you're doing? I mean, this is a question that every um, healthy organization or company has to ask themselves. You know, what are your, um, you know, measure, measurements of success? So how do you guys uh, view that? Right. So our measurement of success is twofold. Uh, we launched in July. Uh, our measurement of success is how many people that go into the app actually go on a date with the other person and what their user engagement is. Do they come back to the app to find, if it doesn't work out, do they come back to find out more or not? And our numbers have been astronomically high. We've been having uh, close to 40% user re-engagement, um, and we found that at least 20 to 25% of the, of the people actually go out on a date. Um, and that's our primary focus. Our primary focus is not for you to stay in the app, uh, unlike other apps where they're just social media platforms where they want you to get sucked in and just swipe and just constantly engage in the app and never get married because then they would lose you. Our primary focus is actually for them to get out of the app, um, to go on real dates um, and for the person um, as best as possible. Um, and so we've found this astonishingly successful rate where, as I, as I mentioned, like 20% are basically going on real dates. And who is your population? Is everyone Jewish? Is everyone Orthodox? Are you reaching the, you know, the range of communities? So one of our primary mission statements for the app is no judgment. Um, so it's a Jewish dating app, and that's pretty much um, the entire demographic of our app. Um, but wherever they fall, whether they're not affiliated or they're ultra-Orthodox, it doesn't matter. We have someone for everybody. Um, and so since our, our primary objective is that concept of no judgment, there's nothing in the app that would judge you um, in any way. And therefore, it really it caters to the entire Jewish communities, all Jewish communities. This is probably a difficult um, sort of point, and it could come up in real life as well, but is there any way to handle people that may lie on their profile or may try to, you know, make themselves sound better than they actually are? Um, so the way the, the profiles are sort of generated is, is they cannot, the way we've structured it is that they cannot really lie um, about who they are or what they are. There's just too much, the framework, the way we've built their actual profiles um, doesn't have room for that. And I mean, it's, it's sort of hard to explain over the, over, over the, but if you go into the app and actually create and generate a profile, you'll see that it's almost impossible really to do that the way we've sort of structured it. Could you like walk us through briefly, like over a couple minutes, what it would look like if um, one of our listeners, first of all, let them know how do they download the app right now? Because um, probably lots of people are either downloading for themselves or for their children right now. So um, how do they find the app on the app store? And what would it look like to walk through some of the questions you're offering? Um, so basically, um, you go either App Store or the Play Store, whichever one, and you can type in F-O-R-J-E, um, Forge, um, and yeah, and just download it. Um, you can easily just download it like that, um, both in the, available in the uh, App Store and in the Play Store for, for both um, iOS and Android. Um, 
And the way it would work is that you sign in. Once you sign in, um, you'll have a different questions um, that you will, based on who you are, um, as you go to the questions, the questions can Hello? Hello? A lot, of, a lot of the feedback that we've received is how fun and engaging, and it really is insightful um, as you go through the questions um, to discover who you are, what you want in a partner, what you need in a partner. Um, and so after you've gone through the, um, the personality, uh, sort of the personality test um, in different segments and different formats, there's around five different segments to it. Um, it, it takes, which takes around 10 minutes, um, you'll end up with your profile, which is going to be automatically generated. Uh, there are components which you can edit and that you can add, um, and there's other features which you can um, do to your profile to really enhance your profile. Um, but the main component is that you will see that we've generated, and if you don't like it, it's always changeable. Um, there's more questions, more answers to really get to know you. Um, the, the more you respond to your um, matches um, by accepting or rejecting and telling us, uh, giving us feedback as to why we get to know you, and once again, your profile um, will change based on those on those criteria. So, since a huge component of it is what our feedback to you and your feedback to us, so that dual dynamic um, allows the app to have a very, um, from what we've seen, an over 95% accuracy rate. Um, and really identifying uh, the individual who's in, who went through the app. Any matches made so far? Any any uh, anyone uh, engaged or married yet since July? Uh, it's only July. It's, uh, it's a little little young. Even breakthrough <laughs> dating. Um, before we got our, our first engagement, it, it took a little more than a few months. Um, but within within a few years we already have hit over 50 and we're expecting much much more from from forge so i see that the app is free so how does this is this just like a kindness to the community do you pay for it with ads like what's the sort of business model behind the app um so at this point correct um the app is free and will always be free um the biggest component of it is the actual matches. Um, they will be premium. Um, there are premium services such as chat analytics, which will allow um, basically to for the user so that there's no concern of catfishing or or um, anything of that type of sort. There's going to be certain um, components. Um, we're going to be introducing a, a um, an uh, AI dating coach, um, which will also have a free component to it, but for the premium version, we'll have a much more enhanced figure, which we're going to be releasing um, most likely in the beginning of 2019. Um, and there's going to be certain parameters with regards to sort of location settings and things like that, um, which they'll be able to, to use. So our primary and our bread and butter is always going to be free forever. Um, this is a great, um, this is an amazing app, and we're going to, and we're very proud um, to offer it to everyone who wants to use it. Um, but we will be able to have, there are certain premium features which we'll, we will be offering starting at the end of 2018, um, which will be introduced, which will even enhance more, uh, we believe, for the users that would want that. Now, I, like I mentioned, I've never used a dating app before, but um, as the mother of 
now teenagers, I'm already starting to think about what's next on the horizon. Um, and so the first question for me, um, as I start thinking about this practically, is what about safety? Is there any way to build in some sort of safety so um, the person that signs up, you know, that they've been verified or have some references or not an axe murderer or not married? Is there any way for an online system to kind of check any of those um, challenges that could, God forbid, arise? Yeah, so we, I mean, so we use a lot of um, um, Facebook and Google's um, sort of built-in safety networks that they've, they've sort of incorporated, and we piggyback off a lot of that. Uh, but we also have um, our AI um, monitors um, for patterns and things like that, and it flags people that it believes that are, um, that are sort of problematic and that we can look further into. Uh, we also have um, where users can report other users, um, and we look into that as well. Um, so overall, we have sort of set up in place um, quite a few um, safety nets to make sure that uh, the app is safe and that uh, the users are taken care of. Um, and it's one of our top priorities to make sure that everything about the user is secure in every sense. Okay, great. Um, okay, so in a few years from now, maybe it'll be, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll sign up. Um, <laughs> One in the last, uh, we have about two minutes uh, to go. Um, so I'm not sure if you've kind of done your, you know, three-year model or your five-year model, but kind of where do you see this app in maybe five years from now? Uh, we believe that it will be the primary uh, Jewish dating app um, in the world. Uh, we strongly believe that it will have made at that point um, close to 100,000, if not 200,000, um, marriage, like marriages and long-term relationships, we so we so strongly believe in um, the feedback that we're getting and in the app that we've seen um, that we believe that we we actually see this as being the the primary app um, that will enable so many young men and women who want to get into a serious relationship and actually find that um, healthy, happy marriage component to their. Um, to what they want, and we believe we'll be the primary giver um, of that component. All right, that sounds great. Do you have any idea what other, um, like, I guess, Jewish or from dating app success rates are, like sort of users versus marriages made? Is, do you have any sort of a way of getting those kind of metrics, or that's not really something that's uh, publicly disclosed? In the research that I've done, it's less than a half a percent. Well, less than half a percent of people that come to the dating app get married from it. Wow. Yes. Okay, so you're going to have to have uh, a lot of users, or God willing, uh, a, a lot of uh, success from this. Well, I, I hope um, that it is both, and I hope that um, you know everyone that uh, that needs to find their match uh, will will have uh, Hatzlacha in it. Um, well, we uh, very much appreciate you. your time, and um, you know this really seems to be a great service for the Jewish people. Um, people always, quite often, come to me and ask if I can help with a match because I guess they think, I don't know, I know people, I talk a lot, but really, um, just for everyone listening right now, is not my strong suit. Um, so just putting that out there, but you can check out Forge on, um, on iTunes, on Google Play, download it, it's free, um, and maybe you or someone you love will find their loved one. Um, that's been waiting for them. Thank you so much, uh, Yassi, for joining us today. And thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. And you can catch us same time, same place next week.
Bye-bye.